and Jay from the Panda Pandemonium, you know, said that he thought he could. And I was like, no, sir. Sir, no. It's not happening. Right.俺の手柄じゃない。あんたが自分を信じた結果さ。夢は人を変える。夢を見ている人間だけじゃなく、周りの人間も巻き込んで変えていく。ジョー、俺はこれからもあんたが見せてくれた夢の続きを見続ける。
Okay, so my input on uh, I agree. First of all, I agree. Dreams are the starting point towards goals, and not to be mixed up with just dreaming. Like when you go to sleep, you have a dream because obviously you can have a dream that is not a goal for you. It could just be something that is in your head pop through. As it says, a succession of images, thoughts, emotions. So basically, anytime you're in a dream. 
state whatever it is that you're seeing if you don't vividly experience it and feel it which is what a vision is then it's a dream but when you wake up or if it's a daydream you know when you come back from your mind and you say hey you know i'm gonna put this into action that is when you start working on your dream and turn it into a vision which then becomes a goal that you hopefully accomplish in life because you know there, there are sadly instances when people dream and they they are not able to accomplish their dreams however we want all of you guys to be able to accomplish our dreams thank you for the oh my god thank you for the my what was that? yeah Yeah, so you know, just want everybody to pursue their dreams. Don't think that you know your dream is too big. Just want everybody because if you can dream it, then you can believe it, and if you can believe it, then you can achieve it. Ooh, ramen! Look at that. Oof, sick. Uh, so, the influence that dreams can have on your own life, because we're talking about your life personally. To me, this is a this is a personal uh, experience question, because different people dream of different things and therefore have a different influence on your life. Like if you dream of something small then the influence that has on you is going to be smaller than somebody who dreams something big and it also has to do with achieving the dream but let's just go into the 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 aspect of working on the dream because i feel like from the moment that you perceive dreaming something and make the conscious decision that you're going to try to achieve and pursue the dream you've already started to become influenced by the dream that you're having. By making a conscious decision saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to turn this dream into a reality. Now, you're seeing the influence of positive thinking because you got in your head that I'm going to make this happen. You know, think bad things can happen and it doesn't happen. Well, good things can happen, but you made the initial step to go after it. That that could be the first influence. Go ahead, Panda. Take it to the next portion.
How about now? Hopefully, hopefully everybody else can hear me now. Let's just hope that that works. Um, I've been sitting here talking all all stuff, and I have y'all ain't heard none of it. This is all bad. Once again, I tell you, you're killing me. You're killing me. Anyway, oh, man. all that that was just happening. I know, right, man? I don't even remember what I said at this point. Um, oh well, I'll try to I'll try to go back. Okay, appreciate it, Vodka. Thank you so much. I'll have to go back and later and see if maybe I can salvage or find what what was or was not said or done um, so far in the conversation. But anyway, moving forward, um, what influence can dreams have on the life? Uh, another thing, influences on your own life. Dreams uh, can be a starting point of something new. It can be where you... Uh, you finally release how they say the shackles of whatever's holding you back. And a lot of people don't want to, they're tied to their, their nine to five. They're tied to their life. They're tied to their daily grind. And they feel that if they try to go after their dream, they go after this idea, this vision, this, um, this itty bitty, what to them seems insignificant or what other people around them may say is insignificant ideology they feel that if they try to go after it they'll lose everything that they have when in that same concept if they go after that one little thing because it is the core of who and what they are it could turn out to be the greatest thing that ever happened to them um that's the type of thing influence that can happen when influence in in your life um any other thing you want to jump in there and add on to that um Really just uh don't let uh other people influence how your dream influences you. So if when you tell somebody about your dream, if you talk openly about it and somebody maybe says something negative, don't let that get you down or affect your pursuit of the dream. Because at the end of the day, no matter who the dream influences besides you, it's your dream. Can't nobody make you believe in your dream more or less than yourself. If you believe you can accomplish it, then you can accomplish it. It's just about the work that you put in to accomplish it. So don't don't ever let anybody tell you, hey, your dream is stupid or your dream can't be attained or you're dreaming too big. You can never dream too big. You can only work, to, you can only work not hard enough to achieve it. You never dream too big. You just have to put in more effort the bigger you dream. And that doesn't necessarily mean that your dream has to be a big dream. As Panda was saying earlier, the smallest trickle causes the biggest wave. So however you feel about the dream, that's what it means to you. 
personally. And so like he was saying, dream. that's what matters. Like he said, that's what matters. It's not. It's not about everybody else. Your dream is your dream. It's not their dream. The dream was given to you for a reason. The vision, the idea was given to you for a reason. What you choose to do with it is is that is on you now. That's been placed on your shoulders. Uh, I, I'm of a firm belief that you will never be given more than you can chew. There's a reason why sure. some people got broad shoulders and people other people don't. <laughs> they got a lot of stuff they're going to have to deal with in this world. And so they were given those shoulders as proof positive that they'll be able to handle it. I think that in that same manner, dreams are given to those who are able to accomplish, not only accomplish, but expound upon that little idea and make it grow. Everyone, you, you've met people, you've met people who have no dreams, no aspirations, nothing. And then you've met people who every other day, they have an, a thought, they have a, you know, a new idea. They have a new, a new hustle. Some people call them, you know what I mean? It, it's the ideas, the fact that you're given all of these different, oh, I'm tired of saying the word dreams over and over. Um, right. <laughs> uh, these different facets of of vision, of, of, of sight, I'll say. These different facets of sight, because that's what it is. It's a different way to look at life. It's a different lens. Um, those of you who have heard oh, a couple of talks I've done a while ago uh, regarding, and I'll, I'll probably have to come back with that one on another Monday, in regards to the uh, rose-colored lenses that most people live under, perception is the key to life. Perception is reality. and But that's a whole talk for another day. I may pull that one out of the bag um, in a week or so. But perception, your perception is your reality, period. And with that being the case, the facets that you look at the world through or these, these little dreams or little facets of how you can look at the world moving forward and I don't know I don't it's 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 crazy that some people they don't they don't have that ability or they've never been given that and it hurts me sometimes as someone who has had I've I've had visions over and over when I say I've had deja vu situations where I've dreamed something and then 10 years later I've experienced it you know what I mean uh or five years or three years those situations actually occurring in my life. It is mind boggling when people say, Oh, I've never had that. And I'm like, wow. You know, vocab. Yeah. I was like, what about you? How, as far as deja vu when, you know, those things, man, I have deja vu every day. (laughs) And it'd be, it's a lot of times it's something small. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to the store and picked up something. Like, you know what I mean? And then while I was in the aisle, maybe I saw something happen. And I'm like, yo, I, I, I did this already. Right. And it's that exact, you know, thing that happened. So, you know, but then there's, there's also things that I've achieved in life that I was like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> I've, I've seen myself achieving it, you know, uh-huh. and then I have to think, like, was it a dream that I dreamed that this was going to happen or have I already achieved this? And then now I'm 
doing it again and I just don't remember, you know, and then you got to start thinking about reincarnation and is this yeah. a second life? And, you know? Yeah. And it just, it, <laughs> Did I do this last time you know, around or was this the third time before that? Right. Like, and, and you yeah. Know, so, you know, but, um, I just feel like there's so much people who like to, I, I don't know, are we cursing? Are we cussing on here? They like to put people down Okay. Because they don't have dreams of yeah. See, I I ain't use the curse word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on this one. Not on this one. <laughs> right, but you know, we trying to be we trying to be motivational. We don't want to cuss nobody. But there's <laughs> a lot of people who uh, hate other people's dreams because they don't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe say you're dreaming about something and I dreamt about something similar and when I tried to do it, I failed. And I see you're doing, even if it's just slightly better than I am, or you're right. doing the same level as I was doing, but it's this, it's, you, you know, you're trying to achieve the same thing I try to achieve. And I start talking mess, oh, you can't do it. And this is that. Off the simple fact that not even that I don't think you can do it. Most of the time, it's because you think the other person can do it. And then so you start hating because you don't want to be a failure and watch somebody else succeed in the same thing that you failed at. But fail failure is... All right, so I was going to say this super cliche thing that all the coaches in life tell you. Your coach in wrestling probably told you this, mm-hmm. too. Like failure is a state of mind, but failure is not a state of mind. Like you can actually <laughs> fail at things. <laughs> failure is the all That's in my mind, failure is like, the ultimate success. That's how right. I've learned. Because if you don't fail, you can never learn. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh it's you know, I don't know if you remember I don't know if you remember Mighty Ducks the cartoon. Remember that? Uh Grim. Grim for those of you who don't know. Uh, Mighty Ducks is it was an old cartoon. There was an old movie with the kids and uh, I forget his name, Emilio Estevez. Still one of my favorite old movies. But they made a cartoon movie about actual alien ducks that fought, you know, what I'm saying crime and stuff like that. Cartoon. It was around the time we gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, that whole nine. If he was a '90s baby, I'm sure you saw it at some point or heard about it. Great era in cartoons. But uh, Grim, I, I will never forget this line that he said, and he's this big husky you know he was he was the 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 bruiser of the group as they call him he said pain is just an illusion that really really hurts and that that was the line he used to say in the show all the time but it's true and that's the same way how failure is failure is an illusion but it still hurts because you're learning a lesson or at least you should be learning a lesson um and so that's something that I've always kind of kept with me is that pain is an illusion that really hurts. And that same thing can be applied to, to failure. Failure is an illusion. It is a lesson wrapped in pain. That is what failure is. Um, I know we kind of, we're kind of off topic here, but dreams come with a lot of failure to turn a dream to a vision, to a goal comes with a lot of failure. Uh, and in order to actually succeed, 
you have to understand that pain. You have to learn that that pain rap lesson, and it's not always a hard, you know what I'm saying, a hard pain. It could be, a, you know, you scraped your knee, you got back up, you kept going. You know what I mean? But there is some type of pain that comes with those failures and, and those lessons that are to be learned as you go through bettering the vision, bettering the dream, uh, making sure that the goals are accomplished. And we talked about goal setting and things of that nature in one of the previous uh, episodes when we were talking about uh, your power levels, leveling up, you know, saying making sure you know where you are and setting accurate goals. Uh, so with that being the case, that's this basically we were talking about the influence that dreams can have on your life and they can, they can take you from where you are now. And again, this is about knowing your power levels. As I was saying before, you know, what are or where are you on your scale? First off round of, uh, just to check in, let me know, or when y'all watch this, when you do watch it, leave it in the chat, uh, leave it in the comments. Did you check your power levels today or this week? Have you, do you know where you are as far as, uh, you know, your health, your lifestyle currently, socially, um, as far as, you know, your eating habits, as far as your happiness, where are you on a scale of one to 10? What's your current power level? Are you bringing that up to a 10? Are you working to bring that up to a 10? Are you working on bringing one of them up today? This week you're working on just, you know, home life balance, whatever it is, whatever it is. Make sure you're keep, you're checking your power levels, and this right here goes right into that. Your dreams will directly affect your current power level, how where you are as far on your road to achieving it. Are you ignoring it? Because ignoring your dream can lower that power level score instantly. Instantly, ignore your dream. All right, Vocab, can you tell me a time when you ignored a dream that you had or a vision you had and you were like felt like crap until you finally started working on it? It's like deja vu, bro, every day. <laughs> All right, quick, quick story time. Quick story time for the viewers. Go for it. So I am at the moment 34 years old. Uh, I will be 35 next month, literally, in like a month and maybe a couple of days. Yeah. So when I graduated high school back in 2004, and <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just I swore I was going to be an architect. Like my mom is an interior designer for Florida Hospital. My aunt was an interior designer. She's a realtor. Like I just grew up. I was going to be the outside. There's the inside. This is what we're doing. But I've been making music since I was nine years old. I've been writing poetry since I was five. I knew damn well I should have followed in my <laughs> writing. And I did not. And I went to school and some things happened and it, it made me reflect. And I was like, I right, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to pursue. So I got the, I got an associate, associates in architecture. I was like, I already started. I gotta, you know, we're not gonna just throw time away with shit. Right, <laughs> so, right. so I got associates, and then I left the school and I went to go pursue music. And you know, I got degree in music, but music, music is one of those careers where it really isn't what you know or how good you are. It's who you know, mm -hmm. and being in the right place at the right time and opportunity presenting itself. And, you know, I gave up. 
I gave up uh, to this day. My the only reason why I still make music is because my family and my friends, including this fool right here, Panda. We not going to buy food. It's motivation on Monday. They just they won't let me let it go. Like, not at I, all. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm I'm good on the music. You know what I mean? Like I'm old. I'm not old, but I'm older. Like I don't need. To, I definitely don't rap the way this new generation do. I'm more boom bap. You know what I'm saying? Lyrics, substance. But they're like, nah, you too nice to to stop. So every now and then, I, I I make songs. But now I'm going. I'm back in school and get my master's to become a creative writing professor, so that I can make sure that what happened to me, which is I never pursued writing as a career. I never tried to be an author, even though it was the first thing I started doing. Like I, I wrote my first poem, and I still have it. It was on a typewriter when I was five years old. Wow. Everybody should. Yes, on a typewriter. I still got it. I'll pull that thing out for next motivational one day. Okay. Or, okay. Or, uh, and everybody told me it was like, yo, don't pursue writing because it's so hard to be an author. And I was already feeling this way before. And then when I went to pursue music, I was like, oh, this is this is proof because if I can get into music. And becoming an author, which is actually harder to do, is definitely not going down. But now I'm like, yo, you know what? If I pursued writing right off the bat, I feel like I would be a bestseller right now. I'm working on a poetry book. We'll promote that once I know 100% what it's going to be about. But it's definitely coming. And I'm like, yo, I could have I really been a bestseller right now. So off the strength of that, I decided, yo, I'm going to become a creative writing professor. So that way, the people who are younger, when they come into college, I can tell them, yo, don't let nobody tell you, don't take this as a career. Keep pushing in your writing. Now, now because dreams that I should have had, I didn't have, I'm trying to put dreams, instill dreams in other people people and the youth you know you got to uplift the youth man we still young but this generation like think about i just want you to think about this we're in november of 2021 which means that basically there are 21 year olds who was born in 2000 yeah people who are legally able to drink yeah that were born after the 90s yep this is this is what's really happening right now in this world. <laughs> so if you didn't feel old, you know, <laughs> right now I do, right? I mean, well, and um, I, he's got a point on that. Like having, I, and I think an, another way to look at what you said at, right there at the end is, it's not you didn't miss your dream, but because you didn't act on it when it first came to you, it can feel like a little bit of a setback. And it's not that he's given up on it. And that's what I want everyone who's listening to understand. It's not that he's given up on it. It's just that he feels like he's got a later start. Now, and I'll pull, and if, if, and if anyone needs me to, do I'll pull the numbers for you, or you can go do your own research. There are a plethora of actors and actresses, especially black actors, who started, and black writers who started in their prime. They didn't get started acting 
until their 30s or they didn't start writing until their 30s or 40s. And they are well-known household names. You know what I mean? Your man, God, a.k.a. Morgan Freeman, started acting when he was in his 50s. In his 50s. That's why he's always looked the same (laughs) for us. He was already an old man when he started. And that's God, bro. And people, at least in the black community. Oh yeah, he he. The voice of God is Morgan Freeman. Everybody says Morgan Freeman. Right. <laughs> that's just what it is. Yeah. You don't question that. And so, so that's that's what that's what he's trying to get at as well. As part of that is, there's never a time to to start acting upon those dreams, to start acting upon those visions, and we want to make sure that you are cognizant of that you're understanding that and now we're just talking about influence you know how these dreams can influence your own life now we're going to go to this third point and then because of the fact that vodka so graciously and we appreciate you dear for letting us know that the mic had dropped out the first quarter of the show we're going to go back and we're going to re-talk about the first lesson after we're done with part three however part three influence the lives of those around you now, we just talked about, we spent about 10, 15 minutes talking about how it influences your own personal life. But what about those around you? Have, there's a, in business, you always, you always talk about watching the shadow that you cast. Uh, and it's a very, very important thing because your attitude, your persona, your actions, they cast a shadow and everyone who's behind you is in that shadow. Everyone who's near you can be in that shadow. Your children, nieces and nephews, parents can be in that shadow. It doesn't mean that they were born after you. It means that it's just people who were watching you. Everyone has somebody watching them, regardless of what you think. There is always somebody looking at you. That old saying, what goes, what does done in the dark comes to light. That's true for one reason, because there's always somebody watching you. <laughs> okay. So with that being the case, <laughs> with, with that being the case, you have to watch the shadow that you cast. What are the actions that you're doing that are being seen by those behind you or those around you? Cause shadows don't fall just one direction. Depending on the time of day, it'll fall in front of you. It'll fall to the left of you. It'll fall to the right of you. So you have to watch the type of shadow you cast, how dark it is or how light it is and what you're doing. So by following your dreams, you've now cast that shadow of, yo, you can do this too. Just like vocab was saying with what he's doing with, uh, with his masters, he wants to cast that shadow of you can, you can write. And make a living out of it. You can yeah. you can be a creative writer and and make money off of this, whether you're an author or not. <laughs> you see what I'm yeah. saying? As a professor, he's actually opening up a whole nother avenue of thought with these ki- these kids because he's not a, he's not a full time author as of yet. By then, he probably will be, but he's not an author as of yet. <laughs> right, you don't. You really don't. With friends literally, like us. No, literally, to become a professor, you have to have something published. There you go. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> outside of having friends that like us, he also has those those goals and things. Goals, again, 
something that's very important. You got to make sure that they're they're set the right way. Again, uh, make sure you go look at the uh, the other post that I did. I'll post the link in the in the comments when I get done editing all of this for you. It'll be on the YouTube version. But yeah, the your goals affect directly your dreams and your visions. It directly uh, affect those around you because by them watching what you're doing, not only does he have to be an author now, but now he's getting his royalties from his book. Plus he's getting paid to teach. So I can teach other people how to write creatively, which is something I like to do anyway. And I get to talk about it all day. Definitely Tell me that's not one of the greatest things in the world. I can talk about what I like to do all day. Yep. I get to read people. I just thought about this. I get to read people's uh, stories. That's the biggest thing. Right you there. know what I'm saying? Like These classes that I'm taking, like you got a workshop and do feedback and stuff. And I just, when I be in class, matter of fact, I have a class tomorrow at 430 for uh, uh, my advanced poetry uh, workshop. And it's literally just about like writing and then you get in a group and everybody shares what they wrote and they get feedback. And I'll be just sitting there listening dumbfounded at what these kids, because yeah. I think the, the next oldest person in my class minus the teacher, me and the teacher are the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the next oldest person in my class is 23 years old. And yep. And like you sit there and you listen to the feedback that they give you, and I've I've been writing way longer than some of these. They've been alive. Yep. And, and I'm like, yo, I I wouldn't even have thought about looking at it like that. Or yeah, what you did, what with the structure? Oh, that's crazy how you formatted that, and you know, and and you, you just, it's great to see different points of view because that's what opens up the world of writing for you. You know, I've I've gotten pretty known in my class as a spoken word guy. So a lot of people believe um reading reading my poetry doesn't do it justice. You have to hear me speak it. So everybody waits like they're like, okay, yo, today's vocab day, man. We about to get something nice. And they literally make fun of I'm not I can't say make fun of me because it's something that they like. But like so the last feedback workshop we had to do, we had to make charts mm-hmm. for the poems. Like you had to chart and you could choose what. So some people did like, you know, the sounds or how much syllables or whatever. I always be making the most basic charts because I can't stand charts. <laughs> <laughs> But this this girl who's like really good at charts did a chart on mine, and she decided I'm, I I felt so bad for her. She decided to do the sounds that I use in a poetry. Oh and wow! Because I said a lot of my po- my poetry is written to be performed. There's a lot of musicality in my poems and stuff. And so she's it took her like seven hours to do the chart. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, I would never do this again. And she was like, you know what? To be honest, it, it, the idea wasn't so bad, but it's a vocab poem. And you know, that means it's a vocab <laughs> poem. So, and this is literally what she said. She was like, it's a vocab poem. So, uh, 
I probably shouldn't have done this because it's vocab. <laughs> that was the definition. That was like that was the, that was the, the definition of the word. <laughs> was, that was literally her reason. It was like it's, it's a vocab. It's vocab. Yeah. And that's because that's what everybody in the class has gotten to know me for is my poetry has a lot of musicality in it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily that it rhymes because a lot of my poems don't even rhyme anymore. But because I use free verse now. But yeah. it's always the, there's always a present tone in my poetry and the way that I speak my poetry. So she, she at the listen, boy, that chart was, was I was like, oh. I don't even want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but in doing that, you gave them, you gave her, if nobody else, a an in-depth look at the musicality of a writing. What it can look like when done by a certain way. You know what I'm saying? By someone who is good. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard any of his stuff, he always, he's been spitting a piece at the end of every um absolute pandemonium podcast that we've done so you can for watch the whole thing darn it but you could go to the end if you want to just to hear him <laughs> if you want to hear him but um we also will do a uh poetry night we're gonna do a poetry slam night here coming yes, up in a month or two so that's something we'll also do you'll get to hear him uh live there but that he he influenced her he, he's influenced that entire class because of his way, his way with words, they have a respect for him, uh, due to the fact that he, he embraced his dream, which became his vision, which is now his goal. And that's, that's the whole thing that we're, that we're trying to talk about and get everyone to make sure they understand. And they, uh, whether you subscribe to it or not, I mean, honestly, I hope you do, but if not, and you don't believe us, no, no skin off our teeth, you know, saying no biggie, Eventually you'll come around. Trust me. But, <laughs> but with that being the case, that's that's what it is to influence those around you. It's watching that shadow that you cast because your kids are watching you. Regardless of what they what they say or do, they watch what you do. They see the the youth in your life, nieces, nephews, cousins. You know what I mean? All those individuals. Your parents. Whether you stand, you can stand them or not, are still watching what you do. Aunties, uncles, people who you have no clue who they are. Did you know? And I, I need everyone to think about what I'm about to say here. Though the girl in vocab's class that just spent that seven hours, I bet money somebody that's a friend of hers now knows about vocab and his his poetry because she spent seven hours working on that paper. You get what I'm saying? She had to tell somebody, yo, I can't go out right now. I'm finishing this paper. Well, whose is it? Well, remember that guy vocab I told you about? Blah, blah, blah. This is X, Y, and Z, and this is why I'm blah, blah, blah. So she, he, his, his shadow has been cast over individuals he's never met. All because he decided to follow his dream. To follow the vision to put his vision and make sure that he, he in the proper manner creates goals for himself to attain what he's trying to attain. That's what it yep. means to influence those around you. Okay. Um, when we get done, I got actually two pieces 
that I'm gonna I'm gonna spit myself. If okay mm-hmm. wants to, he's more than welcome to put one in. But there was two pieces that I've and I've had Ooh, these for a while. But we're gonna put I'm gonna put them in rotation at the end because I feel like they they fit what we're talking about right now. Um, and I just thought about the say I wasn't gonna do two. I was just gonna do the one. But we're I'm, we're gonna do two when we get done with everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so okay, so that's the third the third key. So again, we're gonna re- recap from the beginning. Three reasons dreams are important. One reason reason why is because what dreams are in general, the influence that they have on your life and the influence they have on those around you. Uh, we're going to cut back to lesson one really quickly, and we're just gonna do a quick recap because uh, I don't know who may have heard it heard us when we started earlier or not, but I guess the mic for me was out a little bit, so I apologize that everybody missed a part of what I said earlier. Um, these are just the definitions of the words. Okay, a dream is a succession of images and thoughts or emotions that pass through the mind while a vision is an experience. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, where you experience something vividly, incredibly in your mind. Basically, you feel that you are immersed 100%. It's like VR for your mind <laughs> when, you're not, when, you, when you're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's virtual reality, basically. Your mind feels you are currently in that situation. That's what a vision is. And your goal is basically the results of achievements uh, that are that happen from directed effort based on those visions and or dreams. Dreams and visions are different. That's one thing we talked about earlier. And I need we need everybody to understand that that difference. Dreams are just the uh, the ideologies passing through. Sometimes they're warbled and garbled together. Visions are, like we said, very distinct, laid out pathways. It feels like you are living the experience. Okay. Uh, deja vu, we said earlier. Deja vu is an example of a vision. You you lived it in a dream or in you know a dreamlike state. And dreams don't mean you sleep. That's why they call them daydreams. It's a time where you're having the succession of images and thoughts and things. Have you ever um, those who write, those who do music, those in the arts will understand this very clearly. You will have a daydream, or you will dream, or you'll just be sitting there watching something. And your mind just kind of goes blank. Well, not blank, but it goes elsewhere. And all of a sudden, sets of images and thoughts and colors and words and phrases and emotions all start coming around and kind of circling in your head. And then you snap back out of it and you have the idea for a piece to write. You've got an idea for a painting to draw or, you know what I mean, a musical piece to write or work on or something like that. Those are dreams. Those things are dreams. When you have the experience of this is what's going to happen or this is what I need to do or this is this has happened before, that is the vision. That is a vision. So there is a difference, but each one is they lead to when placed in when placed in the correct order, they lead you towards your goals, to what you need to set as your goals. Okay, this is the end goal that I want to get to. Now how do I do it? Okay? And again, like I said, always be smart about how you do that check out what i mean by that or you can google it smart smart uh methodology for reaching a goal s-m-a-r-t dots in the middle of them but you can also go look at one of my my earlier uh motivational mondays i think it's the very first one i did where we talked about that all right um so vocab anything you want to touch on as far as this earlier initial piece of it 
Uh, based on the initial the initial piece, uh, what are dreams? Uh, I just want to say or reiterate that dream is just the first step. You know, when you uh, dream of something, it's up to you to decide whether this dream is worth pursuing or not. Don't let nobody else tell you it's not worth pursuing if you believe that it is worth pursuing. Otherwise, just leave it as a dream. Because everybody dreams. You're not responsible to turn every dream into a reality. Otherwise, people will be trying to make money. There's probably people out here trying to make money. It's probably a real thing. But you get the point. Pick and choose. Pick and It's all right. It's all right. All right. I think I had to go find it again. I apologize, y'all. I got so many random pieces that are. Listen, you see me over here searching. Right. I'm like, I got so many pieces that, that are in here. And like I said, the second one, the piece of the of the poem is in the edge of my it's on the edge of my head, but I can't remember which one it is. So I'm kind of scrolling through as we're talking here. Um in the chat, if there's anybody has anything they want to throw in, they want to uh comment on, I appreciate those of you who have stuck with us this entire time and those who just jumped in and out. Um or those who will be watching us later in the Later in the day, the year, the month, whenever, feel free to uh, leave your comments, and I will always, we will always get back to you on those. Uh, one other thing, I will be dropping a link um, a little bit later, and actually, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to drop it in the chat now because I don't have it on me, but I'll make sure I'll put it in the comments um, for the video. We are, there is the last gamer standing contest currently going on. We uh, do ask that anybody who has the ability to, uh, jump in, drop us a, uh, a vote if you don't mind. Slashgamerstanding.com. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate it. We're trying to get up there. They got a Game Informer interview that they're trying to let us do. So we're trying to get into Game Informer. Those gamers out there who know what that is, holla at us. All right. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, you know what? What you know? Not much today. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just, since I can't find the one, and I apologize for y'all, I'll make sure that I, I find it. Uh, like I said, this one just popped in my head as we were talking about things. And so I did not prep it because I wasn't expecting to to do it. Um, you know, silly me, I should have been prepared. Uh but yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and read the one post. Do you have one you want to do vocab before I do do mine? Do you yours first. Okay. Do okay. yours. If I can find it while vocab's doing his, then I'll do it. Do the second one afterwards. But uh, this one is called, and let me widen it out here. It's called the dream struggle. Um, this I wrote a while ago. Um, so hope you all enjoy. Definitely, like I said any questions or anything like that. Uh, but I felt like this one really fit what we were talking about today regarding dreams. So uh, here we go. Uh, dream struggle. Like I said, is the name of it. As words continuously digest in my head, 
the utterance of knowledge and power. I seek to express the judgment that's felt underneath each murmur and scowl. The voices in my head groan. The gremlins under my skin erupt, clawing and biting their way to the surface, revealing the creature that I restrain within. Exposing the innermost parts of me, not realizing that the showcase is really for the world to see. But are they integrated or deliberated? Are the words in my head or my heart? Are they the utterance of my lips or the images floating in my imagination? Are they the actions of the life I lead or the substance of my dreams? Dreams, imagination, heart, head, life, lips. Uh, what's the difference between my dreams and my life? What is life but a dream or is a dream my life? My head and my heart intertwined in the most unorchestrated chaos known to man, yet my actions and imaginations clearly depict which is which. But if imagination and dreams are not reality, then why do they occasionally come true? Does this not make them real? And if they are real, then how can they be the substance of dreams? So again, I ask, is life a dream or is a dream my life? The day you see no difference is the day you learn to live. And that's Dream Struggle. Grazie, grazie. Vocab, you want to go ahead and uh, go with go with yours? Yes. So, um, apparently, I I only write poems, or at least recently, only write poems about love and heartbreak. But I did some digging, and I found a poem that could be kind of inspirational. I believe it uh breaks down difference between two kinds of people in life, whether you're a runner or a fighter. It's called Ragamuffin Love. My Jamaican ass, you know, had to name it something Jamaican. Of course. <laughs> so, Alright. Um, <clears throat> life is something that cannot be expressed as a whole. It is different to each and every person living. As you ask different people what in what is the meaning of life? You get different answers. The way a person lives their life solely depends upon them. The way they deal with situations and carry themselves in public or behind closed doors. The way they view a conflict and go about handling it. As we reach maturity and grow up, we learn to make decisions for ourselves. These decisions and the way we came to them determine the type of person we are. Are we runners or are we fighters? Neither is better than the other. It's all the aspect and point of view. A runner doesn't do well with confrontation when put in a situation they choose to back down. Now, this can be looked at as being weak, but that's not always the case. The risk just could have been too much. See, a runner is a thinker. They put themselves in the situation and analyze it before making judgment. A runner looks to ensure living is always the outcome. For a good run is better than a bad stand any day. Now, fighter, on the other hand, takes conflict head on. There is no pre-analysis. You have a problem with me? Well, let's fix it. I will not let you talk to me like that. You are not going to hit me without consequences. A fighter looks to handle the situation right away and make sure it stands corrected. And that's what matters. They each have their perks. Being a runner ensures you'll be a survivor. You don't necessarily let others push you around, but if you feel overpowered, you give into to the situation just trying to get out. 
Being a fighter means you were strong in self. You take care of yourself in a manner to make sure you are respected. You're not necessarily a bully. You just make it known you're not one to try to walk over. They both also have negatives. As a runner, you may enable yourself to get disrespected. Always running, though you live to see another day, you don't encounter certain experiences. It also leaves you vulnerable to attack. It is too easy to fight someone who you know won't fight back. There are times where you have to draw the line and say, I have to stand up for myself. But as a fighter, you don't always take the time to think. You build up a wall and become defensive. If you live a life where you're always fighting, a lot of times you'll assume someone is trying to fight you. Also, not everyone can take the bluntness of speaking your mind. So though you're making sure someone doesn't cross the line, you might be too forceful and in your face with it. Do this to the wrong person, and it just might be the absolute last time you were disrespected through a fatal incident. There are times when you have to draw the line and say, before I jump, let me think about the consequences. Through a balance of both, we become well-rounded individuals. Someone who knows when to just walk away but never allows themselves to get walked over. A runner who knows when to fight. A fighter who knows when to run. Life is what you make it. So, darling, my dear, try and make it. I know that you will. Ragamuffin love. I was supposed to sing okay. that last part, but I ain't saying. It's know. okay. It's okay. It's, it's <laughs> late. It's late. It's late. So I understand. Yeah. I understand. I understand. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. Um, I did find it. Wasn't think I wasn't expecting myself to, but I did find it. Um, I'm only gonna do the original because there's a second version of this, but um. I didn't find I didn't find that one, so y'all have to forgive me. Um, but no, this this one's called Time, and I think this is actually a great one to end this on tonight because um, there are a lot of people, and I'm saying this to anyone who feels offended by what I'm about to say. Uh, I am this this piece and this conversation today about dreams is for anyone who feels that they have not acted out on their dreams or visions. And this piece is called time. This is a uh, call to action for everyone who has not started working on their dreams. It is a continuation of a kind of a, a war chant for those who are currently working on their dreams and they feel like they may give up. Because we all have that that moment where we're like, I'm done with this. You know what? Forget it. it. It's not worth it. You know, things of that nature. So, um, like I said, it's called time. And uh, it goes like this. So, uh, it's time to think, to focus, to be. Supportive, bold, daring, humble, caring for youth, for life, for humanity, for me. Through all of this, there seems to be no time. And there goes the optional word, seem. Life seems to be great. The day seems to be a blur. But how is it really? How does one describe a life of inner pain, pride, and patience? A life condemned to condoning its very existence, yet fighting for something more. It seems like a dream at times. And there goes that optional word again. Only this time, it's linked to the one thing that many of us live for. Dreams. The hope that one day all of this will fade away. 
leaving behind the innermost impressions of our mental cavities. Dreams. The very essence which helps us know me claw and scathe my way through each and every day. Dreams. The utmost desires of my heart and the immaculate light that we lead in our sleep. A time for me to resurrect the imminent desires of my soul. For humanity to once again rise above the petty differences each day projects and enunciates across the four corners of the globe. For life to restore its power. For youth to regain their purity and strength. Caring for the world within their grasp and humbly accepting the help of their elders. While daring those around them to raise the pillars of their existence. To be bold. Not swaying in the presence of ignorance. Supporting those around them to be more than they think they are. To focus on their dreams. To think on things that are pure and righteous. It is time. And so with that. We're going to go ahead and close everything out tonight. We appreciate everybody who came through. Those who stayed for the entire channel. Appreciate that. That was a little bow in the panda head. Bow, bow. Uh, we thank you all again. Like, subscribe, uh, comment. Definitely. Uh, we will be posting these on YouTube as well. So when they get up there, feel free to go back and take a second look. Again, like, subscribe it on, on there. Uh, again, Pope Pandemonium on Twitter. Uh, Panda Pandemonium on Instagram, Facebook. You all know where we are because guess what? You're watching us there. And um, excuse me, at Pope Pandemonium on Twitch also. So again, this is Panda Pandemonium and Vocab signing out. We appreciate you all. We definitely appreciate you all. And thank you for joining us on Three Reasons to Dream tonight, Motivational Mondays. We will catch you all on Saturday for Absolute Pandemonium. And again, next Monday for another episode of Motivational Mondays. Have a good rest of your evening. Dream big, dream small. Just make sure you act on it. It's Panda and Vocab out. Yeah.